Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on We Think Biblically. Me and Brianna's here once again, gonna be covering uh, another topic, and it's gonna be a, more of a convicting one tonight, something really if I had the opportunity I could probably turn this into a whole message, something I would uh, like to preach. I'll try to keep calm, just talk things out, but before we get into that, uh, we're going to kind of go over just a few things. We're going to change the name of the podcast to We Think Biblically. A couple of things is really pushing uh, to do this. One is because when we, me and, uh, when Brianna first done an episode on the podcast, it, at first it started out just like she was just going to do one episode and, yeah. you know, maybe then really sometime later. Keep on right. doing this. But, but, uh, the Lord's directing we, us other Yes, ways, so. uh, as we both pray, and I'll be honest with you, I've been praying for a long time that the Lord would open up a door for me and Brianna to do something in ministry together, and I know though some people may be listening and saying, you call that a ministry, it ain't nothing, but I know this is simple, this is about as... Uh, kindergarten is what you can get for being for doing something and I still want to do more I want to get out witness share the gospel with people but this is just one way that we can work together as a couple and just talk about the word of God share different thoughts and opinions so Brianna's gonna join the podcast full-time now there may be different times she won't be on here I may be just doing an episode yeah. by myself maybe. I even told her there may be a time maybe you would want to do an episode by and yourself and I said I doubted it but and I she, guess we never know what God has planned but. she pretty much told me no on that but <laughs> you never know that's to be dated uh so we're gonna change the name to we think biblically uh another thing and I'll pro we'll probably try to change the name pretty soon. So if you're gonna share and it with somebody, yeah, we're gonna update the the artwork, like our little picture that pops up. Uh, pretty much look the same. Just probably say just we say think. We think that yeah, change to... that. We're kind of limited to what we can do right now because I only have my iPad, Brianna's <laughs> computers, all the way in Arkansas. We're still in <laughs> Illinois. Uh, still in Illinois. Yes. week. Like this is six, four, five week, five weeks. I have no clue. It's been a Five while. Five or six weeks. I don't even remember now. But I've lost track of time. But uh, anyway, whenever we get back to the computer, we'll be able to do more things. But another thing to uh, expect into like upcoming episodes, we're going to change the song. I love that song by Casting <laughs> Crowns. It's truly the whole motivation of this. I truly feel that that song pretty much pinpointed how I felt. I'm just yeah. a nobody wanting to tell everybody just about Jesus. Yeah. But... It's come to my attention that you really can't, I don't think, post that have that as your intro because it's like so, copyrighted yeah. or whatever. Right, so, it'll be copyrighted. Right? Yeah, however you say that. I don't know how that one. <laughs> I think got, it can be copyrighted. We don't have copyrights to the song, I guess is how you'd say that, I guess. I don't Anyway, like we'll change it to just something <laughs> that's here onto the app where we record our episodes. I'll just put something there. So you'll probably be seeing a different change into the intro song. But please know it's nothing about, oh, they're trying to change everything up and the motivation is no it's still i feel the same we're nobodies just trying to tell everybody yeah. all about jesus and this is stuff you maybe some of you are even saying it's not even important not even relevant or whatever but just some little updates wanting to let you know about uh if you're going to tell somebody about the podcast tell Which, them. please do yes please, please share it please out share it with, we'll say that with before, anybody you know before we even get into the episode tonight uh 
today. We recorded at night, but you'll be hearing it by Thursday morning. Uh, share it with anybody you know or somebody that you know is trying to find uh, just biblical like encouragement. Like send it like that. Yeah, you can tell them it's, we think biblically. Yeah, we think biblically words. So. It's easier to share a link, ain't it? Yeah, it's a lot easier just to share the link. But. Right. That's what Brianna does all the time. Like, she posts it on her Snapchat. That's basically the only... Like, and all we have is Snapchat to post it on. We have no other thing right. to really announce right. this. So, so. It would probably be easier just like to copy the link and share it with somebody. But if you feel led to do that, you can do that. Or share on your Facebook page. Yeah, you, you know, know whatever Get you the want. word out. Right. <laughs> but is that all we got to say about that? I think so. Just okay. And only four minutes in and we already got <laughs> that covered. Okay, so before we get into that... Uh, what was, we've just, I've uh, kind of dropped a bomb on Brianna here, just like all at once. Uh, what was something you would say you was committed to? Like something, whether at a young age or even t- well, like now, what is something that's really, really something you had to commit to? Something that requires... Now, I guess I'm committed to being a mom. Right. But when I was younger, really, I didn't really like anything like that. I mean, I guess... Like, homeschool. I didn't like homeschool. Honestly, I hated it. But I had to do it. I guess that was something kind of I was committed to. Right. Like, pageants. I was. I liked pageants. I was committed to them. Always going to one on a weekend. I, either, like, different states and stuff. And that but, required commitment, though, right? Yeah, that required commitment. And um, really, school did because I hated it and yeah, I knew was, I had to do it. That was definitely commitment. And that was really commitment. I mean, I didn't have to do the pageants. That right. was just something like a well, want. Well, I mean, you know, thing. it could be either way, but just something. Uh, and now, wait, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. I'm not done. You always rush me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you, just be chill. Um, now, I guess I'm committed to being a mom and a wife and just. Oh, you I'm know, a lot. Just... I, I take a lot of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just. That, that's kind of hard work. That's Definitely. something to be committed to. I mean, you can't just be in and out. It's just like you got to be an on-time mom. Like, be there. You know what I mean? Like, be committed to it. All right. You quit. And she's doing You're... the table hit, too, just so <laughs> you guys hear that thump. That's her. Quit making like, fun of me. Thumping the table okay. requires commitment. What, what are you committed to? <laughs> oh, I was I was just going to say, like... uh you when had, he was younger you and had, now. You, you had pets. That, yeah, that's a I commitment, had pets. You know, well, but depending I wasn't on a how good you, pet owner, honestly. Somebody don't report her. <laughs> you know, the commercials you see on TV, that real <laughs> sad, sad song. That was, Brianna would probably be one of the people they was talking about. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. I fed the dogs. Just a I just, joke. I, <laughs> I fed the, my dogs and stuff like that, but I mean, I you didn't. had food and shelter. Yeah, that's all they really had. And love, I guess. <laughs> I love the dogs. Well, they got something but. I never got. <laughs> All right, what was you committed to? Uh, minor stuff, but like uh, one thing I remember that required a lot of commitment. I don't say I was committed to. I got a ferret one time, mm-hmm. pet ferret, and I was scared to death of it. It was like it. If I read about uh, like I read a lot about it. And it they were supposed to be like really bad. Did bite you, different things. So, like, you had to get, like, this stuff. It was called bitter apple, and it tastes really bad. It's for, actually for dogs, and you had to, like, <laughs> spray it on you and then just kind of let it, like, nip at you or something, <laughs> and it would get, like, that bitter taste in its mouth, and it wouldn't want to. Wouldn't bite you. Yeah, and different things like that, like, uh, getting it used to you. Had, it, like, required, like, a lot of uh, social interaction or whatever you can call it to make it, like, get real used to you because it was, like, really scared. If you'd let it out, it would, like, mm-hmm. try to hide under stuff. 
really pretty cute. Really had to keep up with its cage. Like you had to keep everything super clean because if you guys have never seen a ferret or like actually seen one in person, they stink <laughs> terrible. I mean, like they smell really bad. You remember? Yeah, it is. So true. they require like. Way more work than what a dog would require, I say. Like, I mean, you really have to keep up with them. You've got to use certain shampoos, and, like, it's really difficult. Even, like, when I first got it, I had to, um, it had to have its food a certain way. Like, you had to mix it up in water and, like, smash it all up, and, like, it was like a liquid almost, and you had to sit there, and it was like a little baby, and it would just eat off, the, like, a little spoon. <laughs> then as it grew up, it got easier to feed and stuff. It could just eat the food regular, but that was one thing. Then when I got to... I don't know what age, maybe 16, 17, I guess, somewhere in there, me and my cousin started going to the gym. That was, like, something that really required commitment. Not, uh, yeah. You'd look at me now and that. say, like, man, I can't ever tell you went to the gym. Well, <laughs> yeah, me either. But uh, at that time, we would go every day, and we would go for hours at a time. And I mean, you would be so sore the next day, so that was something... That really required commitment because it, there was times like it would hurt so bad. You're like, man, I just want to quit. Why do I want to do this? Why do I even put myself <laughs> through this? But something that required commitment. So I guess those was a couple of things. from And now uh, being a, a husband is definitely a, a commitment. Being a dad, something that it, it is a commitment and it requires commitment. Like you really have to yeah. be, uh, excuse me, you really have to be disciplined into both of those things and uh what we're leading up to while we're talking about commitment is we're going to be talking about uh why is commitment so important and we're going to be kind of approaching this from a biblical perspective like we always try to do every topic but we're going to be talking about being committed to the lord and that is another area that requires on my part since i've been saved it requires the most commitment. Our yes, marriage yes. requires commitment. Children require commitment. And our relationship with the Lord requires complete 110% commitment. Yes. So do you want to go first and read a Bible verse? Do you um, want me to start? Or how do you want to do that? You can go ahead and start it out. I'll go ahead since I always cut you off. We're going to let you go first. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, I got um, Psalms 37 and 5. Did I hear the baby or no? Oh, that was you probably drink a pop. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Psalms 37 and 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And um, <clears throat> I, do you want me to go ahead and read what else? something else I have? Or I mean, share with you. Do you want to go ahead Whatever you want to. I mean, you got something you want to say about that? or Not really about the Bible verse, but I got some more stuff to say. <laughs> uh, well, one verse I'll read. Uh, go ahead. Read yours. Um, I guess big mouth that likes to talk a lot. <laughs> I just like that Bible verse, and it was talking about commitment and right. commit thy way into the Lord, which yes, something we really need to do. Yes, commitment. Uh, for maybe those who like wanting a definition, it's dedication. Uh, what else would you say, Brianna? Dedication, responsibility, responsibility. Uh, um, that's kind of like our definition, like dedication. Uh, devotion, responsibility, yeah. commitment. We, I think everybody pretty much understands what we mean well, by commitment. commitment. Yeah. But uh, I was praying the other day, and I was just, I don't know, just having a long time with the Lord. And the Lord really just got dealing with me on commitment. And I look around today, and I see I see the world changing the, their view 
of what commitment is and it's how they've changed it. It's changed in marriage, what commitment truly is in marriage. It's changed in yeah. in uh, re religious ways. It's changed like in your relationship with the Lord, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But that's why I believe uh, it's important to talk about this night. We're going to talk about commitment from a biblical perspective. What does it actually look like? Why is commitment so important? And in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, it says, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. As Christians, we are called to love the Lord with all our heart, soul, and mind. And then there's another verse I want to read in Luke chapter 14, verse 26. It says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doeth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Two things we can grab from both of these scriptures, the one in Matthew and the one in Luke. If you would really just say, well, what summarized him? What does that commitment you read the first yeah. one, it talks about how we're to love the Lord, with, uh, the Lord our God, with all our heart, with all That's our soul, with all our mind. That is a commitment. That takes commitment to do that. Uh, the second one says about to, uh, uh, if any man come to me and hate not his father, mother, and his wife, and children, brothers, and sisters, and even his own life, that he cannot be his disciple and it says, whosoever do not, uh, do not bear his cross and come after me, he cannot be my disciple. And you know, I want to I wanna talk about this verse for just a minute. Uh, when it's talking about, if any man come to me and, and hate not his father, it's not actually talking about ill feelings towards them, actually hating them. But if you, you can read back through, there's times into the Old Testament, people that had a couple of wives, it says he, he loved the one and hated the other. It's not meaning that literally hate, but it's to love less. It's like a less love. And when it's talking about hating your mother, your father, your wife or children, it's you love them, but you love the Lord more. Our yeah. love for the Lord is supposed to go past our wife, our children, our family, and even our own lives. We are to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. Everything within us is supposed to be 100% committed to the Lord. Yes. Brianna, we'll let you go from there. Okay, I'm going to read. You know what? I, that was so weird because I had those, all those same scriptures wrote down, but then somehow the Lord gave me different ones, and I don't know. It was just weird. Anyway, I'm going to read Matthew 16, 19 through 20, and it's the ESV version. Do not lay up for yourselves, wait, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor, nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. This life is really temporary. Yes. We're not going to be here forever, and um, everybody is appointed to die. True. Everybody in, in the whole universe is going to die eventually. Yes, and there's even a Bible verse that says that. Have you got that one down? I don't think I got it right well, down. Well, I'll just kind of quote it. I mean, okay, it, it might not be perfect, but 
It says that it is appointed unto man once to die. Then after this, the judgment. Yes. Be committed to Jesus because he's the only way to heaven. And if you're not committed, you might spend eternity in hell. Is anything in the world really worth going to hell over? No. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's one thing worth going to hell over. So um, I just don't see how anything is more important than the Lord. So just be committed to him. Yes. Um, do not lay for, up for yourself treasures on earth. And that, that was the Bible verse I wanted to read for that. You can go ahead with the next. Yeah. Well, kind of, I'll whatever. just kind of go on to that for a second. I got something else I'll talk about in a minute. But, you know, there's nothing worth what you said there. Is anything worth going to hell over, spending an eternity? And eternity, guys, is... Forever. Forever. I mean, that's yes. eternity. Uh, our minds can't even fully comprehend eternity, I don't believe. But, yeah. Um. It's scary for one if... If somebody would come up to you and be like, hey, I'll give you uh, $10,000 for your eye, your right eye, would you be like, okay, here you go, you can take... No, you'd be like, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's my eye. I, I, <laughs> yeah. need, I, so I ain't I taking need it. That. There's no amount of money you could buy my eye f- from me for, so... Yeah. But it is so serious. The Bible says if your eye causes you to sin, to pluck it out pluck and it cast out. it from you. That mm-hmm. is how important this is that you that you understand how serious hell is. What what it really is, you know. People make jokes about, oh yeah, I know I'm going to hell. I don't believe they fully understand what they're saying, and the devil's got them blinded into making like a joke out of it. That's his way of keeping them where they are. Just oh yeah, it's just gonna be fun. I'm gonna party. No, you're not. You are gonna be eternally separated from God. You yeah. are not gonna feel His presence. His spirit is no longer gonna be there. There's all all hope is gone. I mean, hell is not some fun place that you want to go to. It is something to be avoided. And once the Lord comes back, there's no saying, "God forgive me now. I'm gonna change now." There's that's gonna be it. Right. And you ain't gonna have a second chance. I was gonna read another one. Is I I'm not good at abbreviations. Is that Joshua? Right. Yeah, Joshua. Okay, Joshua twenty four and fifteen. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I'm sorry, I'm not a very good reader, so excuse me. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And if, um, yeah, but on, on this verse, I just wanted to say you have to serve the Lord with your whole heart. Not you can't serve two things. It's got to be fully the Lord. Be committed to the Lord. And I'm done. You can. Yeah, there's no straddle on the fence. You truly. And let me say this: you have to. In order to truly be committed to the Lord, you must truly be born again. You must yeah. actually be saved. If not, like you can try to say, well, I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. If you are not truly saved, you can read the Bible all you want. You're not fully going to understand it. You're not fully going to comprehend it. You can pray all you want, but if you're not truly saved. And a lot saved, of people says they're saved, but live just exactly how the world lives. Right. There's be, no no different change. That could be another that, episode. That's going to have to be another episode, but, <laughs> but it's the truth, though. Abraham, we're going to talk about him for a second. Abraham displayed biblical commitment. Well, actually, what commitment in the Bible is defined as he displayed it perfectly. And before I read it, I'm going to talk about what the world's definition of commitment is. You know, I've been saved for a while, and there was different times. Maybe there were certain things I wanted to do, or maybe certain things was actually going to be gained for me in a worldly sense. 
and not mm. from nothing good to me and myself I would have done it I would have walked into it I would have pursued it but there was just that still small voice on the inside of me just that nudge of the Holy Spirit saying no you can't do this no more you, you, you okay. can't do this this is not right you've made a choice to serve the Lord you've made a choice you're bearing his name now and I had to go the other way. And there would be people that would criticize. You know, Christians today are being criticized for their yes. commitment to the Lord. And people say, yeah, well, I'm committed. And they are committed to a certain extent until it's maybe... Right. I remember, and I know this is just in a movie, but I remember... I believe it was the show Courageous, and there was this mm -hmm. guy on there that had a job, and the one man wanted him to lie about like how many packages was coming to the business that day, and his wife was like, okay, well, just, just, just overlook it, let it go, you know, this is your job, you know. People is willing to break their commitment to the Lord if it's yes. if it's meaning they gain into the world if it's if it's if it's gonna cause problems in their work or or cause problems in their home or, or or maybe put them in a weird place with their family. But guys, we must be committed no matter no what matter the circumstances. And I'm yes. not trying to preach, but it's just this is the truth. We are not. We can't just be committed when it's convenient and it's easy, and that is what yeah. the world tries to teach today. We are to be committed as long as it's convenient for us. But that ain't mm -hmm. what the Bible tells us. And we're going to read this before I go too long. In Genesis 22, we're going to read down a few verses. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. He said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac whom you love, and get you into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went on to the place of which God told him. And on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes, saw the place afar off, and Abraham said unto his young men, Stay here, ye with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife and they went both of them together and now here's the son Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said my father and Abraham he said here am I my son and he said behold we have the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering and you gotta realize Abraham already knowed what the Lord had told him and this is what Abraham replied. He said, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And when they came to the place which God told him of, Abraham built an altar there, laid the wood in order, and he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And the Bible says, Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. He was fully committed. And you got to realize, this was his only son at this time this was it this was the only son he had and he laid him on the altar and he had the knife in his hand had it drawn back and he was getting ready to kill him because that is what the Lord told him that is what commitment truly looks like that you are willing to cut ties with anything you are yeah. willing to sacrifice everything you have for the Lord and that is what commitment that is what kind of commitment we need today now we don't have to sacrifice anything, actual, literal sacrifices. Yeah. Jesus was the one and only sacrifice for the all the sins of the world, everybody in the world. So he may not, it might not look like this, but guys, right. he has truly calling us to sacrifice everything in this world. We are called to give up everything 
everything to follow Christ. And we must truly be willing to let go of those things. You know, salvation, I've heard this said, and it's not just a cliche or some just little thing you say, but salvation is free. It was It's a free gift, but it truly costs you the world to keep it. To keep and that it, yeah. is so true. And many people don't talk of it that way, but right. in order to truly be committed to the Lord, you must love Him the most you must go the worldly yes you might and and if you're truly in in if you truly have a love for the lord and and i I want to serve him these things will be it will be easier to do yes it's not going to be easy but it'll come easier to do so brianna you want to jump from there um Jesus consistently called people to increase their commitments to him and matthew 12 30 says anyone who isn't with me opposes me and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me jesus left us no middle ground we're either moving forward with him or we're moving in the opposite direction amen so true and you know uh today we've i've said it but the world's view of commitment differs from the biblical view of commitment yeah. and we could see right there and many people say i know there's been people who's who's quit hanging around certain people. I, I I can't hang around this group anymore. Man, the Lord don't the Lord didn't call you to do that. Or maybe people don't listen to music no more. Or go to a certain and the Lord ain't asking you to give up all that. You don't got to do that. If we truly want to get to a close place with the Lord and know Him more intimately, more deeply, yes, it does take commitment. It does take dedication. It does take devotion. And there are some things. I'll even go this far. There are some things that I like to do that is not a sin, but I don't do them because I ain't got the time to. I got to read my Bible yeah. first. I got to pray first. I got to seek the Lord first. And I'm not saying that to sound spirit, but it's just, this right. is not just for, this is for anybody. Yeah. You have to be committed. How much, Make how bad, for Jesus. yes, you how bad you. do you want to know him? You know, yeah. that's what I really feel yeah. the Lord with. How bad do you want to know me? Because if you want to know me bad enough, if you want I wanna, used to slack really bad in this area. <laughs> We all have, you know, that's not just one person. I believe it's... it's and it's not because you, do, you don't want to know the Lord. You just don't make time, I guess it is. And the devil's good at blinding us, making you think, yeah. oh man, you can skip today and then today goes it's in two days. It's hard when it, you got kids. Yes. I can barely do anything when they're awake. Right. I'm always on my toes doing something for them. I really or have, me. Or you, but <laughs> mostly the kids. I'm way more you, easier you than the You kind of help me, but... The kids only want me, and it's so hard for me to just go read my Bible or something when both of the kids are screaming and crying, help me, Mom, help me, Mom. And to add, it kind of makes me mad. Both of the kids want me, and he's trying to help me, but it's the kids only want me, and it's so hard. Sometimes you just want to go out and find a stray dog and pick it up and just bring it home. (laughs) This will want me. So maybe the dog wants you, but I doubt it. It'll probably want me, too. Then you'll just be stuck with feeding a stray dog. (laughs) Please don't do that. Um, I gotta, it's hard enough to make time for you three. Yeah, she and she goes beating the table again. I know, and the table's just so nice to beat. Sorry. Brianna should be a Pentecostal preacher, you know, the ones that slap the, <laughs> like, like the pulpit and, beat and beating stuff. it. So. <laughs> kind of really, like Pastor Judy Poe, remember her stick? Yes. So, she's really beating the table. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, this is something to think about. We should treat our relationship with the Lord the same as our marriage, it requires a hundred percent commitment to the other person. You know, today there's this thing, and I was just talking to Brianna about this the other day. 
there's this thing called an open marriage. We talked about this the other yeah. day, you remember? Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, I'm going to... I mean, I really didn't know what it was. I'm going to kind of keep... Well, because I want this to be, like, listenable for everybody. Right. Uh, Listener-friendly, there be the word. Uh, <laughs> an open marriage is where you are married to somebody, but you or your spouse, either one can seek fulfillment, if you know where, like, I'm going with that. From other people, like you can, you can date. You can be other, married to this person, but you can like me and Brianna can be married, but then you can go out and like she could date somebody else, I could date somebody else. But then at the night, at the end of the night, we come home like everything's everything. Well, how was your date with your your boyfriend, honey? <laughs> or something? I mean, that wouldn't work. Come on, think about that for yeah. a second. But marriage requires a hundred percent commitment to one another, yes. and we have a ring. You know, I have a ring ever since I've been married. Brianna. Well, he lost it one time. <laughs> she got really close to the mic when she said that. I had to like put her hand up real close. I did lose my ring. I don't know what happened, but I, I lost it. I but know. she got me another one like really quick. Like it didn't yeah. go long. But from the moment me and Brianna got married, she placed a ring on my finger. I placed a ring on her finger. I never lost mine. And, but I have bought her different ones just so we're clear. Yeah, I got like that. three, but. Anyway, that's. Beside the point. Besides the point. But okay, go ahead. ahead. Anyway, that ring, when I look at it, it reminds me of our vows. I remember standing. Every time I look at this, I can remember standing at that altar, looking at her in the eyes. Remember saying that that for for better or worse, sickness or health. I remember remember standing at that altar knowing my life that day was going to be forever changed. I wasn't just there no longer to please myself, that I had somebody else I had to think of, and that ultimately I was going to put, and I'm not, this should be any, any husband should feel this way. I'm not saying this for me, because I'm I'm probably the worst husband there is, worst dad there is. I think you're pretty good. But I know... I would do anything I could. She and uh, Brianna and the kids are going to come first. They're going to be, they're, they're number one. They come before me, my anybody else, my parents, whoever. It's Brianna and the kids. The Lord should be into that same category. And listen, he even got to go above the wife and the kids. Yes. The Lord's got to be number one priority. But every time I look at that ring, I remember the commitment. I remember yeah. the vows. And you know... The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 1 and 22, who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. The Lord has sealed us with His Holy Spirit as a mark of ownership. That same way that we have a ring on our finger that indicates we have a spouse that we are married to, the Lord has given us a seal with the Holy Spirit as a mark of ownership. It should remind us every day of our commitment that we have made with Him. Lord, I committed myself to You. I'm going to serve You and You alone. Excuse me. Lord, that I'm going to serve you and you alone. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 19, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standing standeth sure, having this seal, that same seal we're talking about, the seal of the Holy Spirit, the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But back to this open marriage thing, there is famous people, actors and stuff, people love this today. You know, people is distorting what commitment truly is. And listen, I'm not trying to say that there's only, uh, man, nobody's committed to the Lord today. Listen, there is yeah. true men and women of God that, that is sold out. Yes, I thank God for the men and women. There's there's, yes. there, there's there's tons of men and women, I believe, all over the world that is committed to the Lord. And I don't know where 
I don't know what kind of shape the world would be in without those men and women taking a stand and doing the work of God. Yeah. There is people that is truly committed. But guys, this is not just called... The, the preacher is not the only one called to be committed to the Lord. The worship right. leader is not the only person. The one who's in a, a position in the church is not the only person that should be committed to the Lord. This is for everybody. Yeah. Any Christian, any person who claims the name of Christ should be committed everybody to the Lord. Everybody that sets on the peace yes. <laughs> that is saved. Uh, but I want you to think for a second. What would your spouse say to you if... The first time they got sick, man, I can't handle this. I'm I'm done. I gotta I gotta I'm out of here. yeah. I'm out of here. I can't do this or the or the first little bump in the road. I can't. I'm I'm done with this. It's for sickness or health, for better or worse, rich or poor. You get where I'm going with this. Yeah. It should be the same way with the Lord. Lord, no matter if it's easy for me or hard for me, I'm committed. I'm gonna yep. serve you, God. My I'm bad not days compromising. Are my days. Yes. Even if it's God and me and Brand just talked about it. Me and Brand just covered this a second ago. She just kind of talked about how the how the kids make it harder. Yeah. But guess what? Even though the kids make it hard, even though I'm a hag and she has to do different <laughs> things for me, she still has to be committed to the Lord. Okay, God, yeah. I'm still, if I got to stay up an hour later, I'm going to yeah. be committed. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to push in. And this kind of commitment, the world is trying to distort today. You don't see it in marriage. Yeah. And you strictly don't see it in people's trying to, the world's trying to take it away from Christians with being committed to the Lord. Brianna, yeah. you want to? Kind of go a little farther. Anything um, you want to add? I don't really have nothing. Keep going. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I'm good. My <laughs> what? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, she tells me I talk too much. Then she don't want to talk. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> well, we're gonna try not to be much longer. We've been 33 minutes already, but uh, I don't want to do too much rambling. I just want to. Well, I'm sorry. This kind of just gets me what, pumped up. I mean, we it gets me pumped up. We truly need to be committed, guys. Yes. It, a relationship where a husband or wife is not a hundred percent committed to each other is never going to work. I mean, right. it's, it's all it's going to unravel. Something maybe it'll last yep. for a while. It might go good for, a while, but somewhere along the way it will unravel. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it will fall apart. The same way our relationship with the Lord, if we are not a hundred percent committed to Him, listen today. Don't wait until it slowly falls apart. But today, if you know there are areas in your life you're holding back. Make it right. Don't wait. Yeah. Listen, while you're listening to this podcast, I pray that the Lord reveals to you different yes. ways you can that draw closer. Yes, that you can be more committed. Listen, maybe yep. you're doing good. There's always room for improvement. Don't ever yeah. get to the place where you think you've arrived. But always, Lord, help me. I know I'm close to you, Lord, but I want to be closer. How I pray that every day. Yeah, how close is too close? I mean, you right. know, enough... The more we give the Lord, the more we should want of Him. Don't get yeah. complacent. Don't get satisfied. Keep pushing in. in it's one... easy to get satisfied. Yes, go ahead. I don't know. I'm just, that's all I have no, to I say. I thought you really just... had something she's got <laughs> But no, it, it's easy to get satisfied. Oh, even definitely. into our marriage. Definitely. Just, it's hard sometimes to just push through stuff. Yes. It's just easy to get satisfied. True. You know, and uh, this is something. I won't get into this too much because this could be a future message, something I'd want to preach. But... We all want to be these mighty men and women of God, but we would never want to put the commitment into what, and the, the, the devotion yeah. and dedication into what it takes to become that mighty man or woman of God. And there's a quote by Leonard Ravenhill. It says, How can you pull down strongholds of Satan if you don't even have the strength to turn off your TV? 
And I don't know about you, but that convicts me. That does me, yeah. For real, yeah, well, yeah, I want to storm the gates of hell. I want to, But you can't even devote ten minutes to your Bible? You ain't even yeah. making time you're too interested in Spongebob that you can't turn <laughs> off the TV and take a minute in prayer? Yeah. Think about that. Or we can't sit down that phone for five minutes, but yet you think you're going to pull down strongholds? Yeah. It ain't going to happen, guys. Nope. You, you know where you find the anointing and the power of God? It's in the presence in, of God. You word. have to get alone yes. with Him. Yes, you, you get in that presence. You get in that Word, the presence of God. Listen, the Holy Spirit and the Word, they go hand in hand. They're not yeah. contrary. They work together. You need to be grounded in that Word, fed with that Word, and you need to be bathing in His presence. That's where yes. you get that anointing. That's where you get that Holy Ghost power. That is where you get that foundation. That's how you know how to minister to others by you getting in that word, allowing the Lord to reveal it to you. And the more you read of the Bible, the more you'll actually want to read. Like it's addictive. <laughs> you you grow a uh, a taste you for it. Like there's to. some yeah. things uh, it requires a taste. Yeah. And it's the word of God's that way. The more you yes. read it, the it, you you uh, acquire a taste for it. Yes. Uh, Luke 9 this is going to be our last uh, chapter we'll read, our last verse of scripture. Luke chapter 9, verse 59, he said unto another, follow me. But the Lord said, uh, but he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, uh, another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Guys, we don't be, we are not committed to the Lord to earn our salvation to be saved. We are saved as a free gift, but we should understand the price that was paid. The yeah. price that Jesus paid that we can have this relationship and we shouldn't be willing that anything should get in between us or distort that relationship. We need commitment to him the same way and we actually the marriage represents the relationship between us and Christ. The marriage between a husband and wife represents the marriage between us and the Lord, that kind of relationship. Yeah. But Guys, the same way if you are married, the same kind of relationship and commitment that you dedicate to your spouse, we need to have that same, times that by 50, we need to have that same kind of dedication and commitment to the Lord that we are going to make time for Him. You, you must yes. put Him first. And when you are doing that, say, well, I don't want to be a bad husband or a bad wife or a bad parent. If you were truly putting the Lord first and you were seeking Him and allowing Him to work through you, you're going to be a good husband. Yeah. You're going to be a good wife. You will be godly parents if yes. you put the Lord first and stay committed to Him. The Today, Lord's got to be the center. Yes, He must be. He's got to be the first yes. and the last. He's got to yes. be the beginning and the end. You know, we must be committed to Him. Today, we need commitment. That is yes. why commitment is so important. Not the world's, not today's definition of commitment, but the biblical definition, the biblical example of what commitment is. Sometimes yes. commitment requires sacrifice. It requires telling some stuff, no, I can't yeah. do this. It requires you uh, saying no to your fleshly desires. Commitment's not always easy. But it no, is it is obtainable. Hard, yes. So I hope that this encouraged you guys. I'm sorry if I went a little fast, talked a little fast, or kind of went through something uh, a little too quick. But I pray that this has blessed you and encouraged you. And if it has, once again, please share it with somebody else. 
Uh, Brianna, anything you want to add before we close out? Um, you can share it on your Facebook pages and tell anybody you want to about this podcast on We Think Biblically. We'll see you guys next time. I'm just a